What's up, y'all? This is Jalen Devon, and y'all are listening to Two Seater Radio. Give me the motherfucking gun, Trey. I 
Check, check, check. What's going on? We live from the two-seater headquarters. Another episode of Two-Seater Radio. I'm here with a special guest. I invited him on the show. Uh, Brand, he actually helped as we was producing the live stream. We met with him here in L.A. and um, collaborated with Two-Seater as we were beginning to get our experiential component going on. Shout out to Bel Air uh, and shout out to Dice FM. But we have the one and only Jalen. Uh, what, what do you go by? You just go by Jalen. That's what everybody know you as. Jalen, yeah, that's yeah. that's all I go as right now. <laughs> and where are you from originally? I grew up in Rancho Cucamonga, so it's like Inland Empire, about forty-five minutes out of LA. I moved out to LA around about two and a half years ago, three years ago. Uh huh. So I mean, like I said, we sat down with you here in LA, had a meeting with you. You told us about your experience in the event space. Um, what you guys were doing over there at Dice, and it was a special time because it was before you know the events completely changed. So it was right on the cusp of that. So, um, what was your introduction into like entertainment and and events in the experiential realm? Yeah, so I mean, back in the IE, like we was always just throwing house parties, like that was our thing all the time. So that's where I, I really got into like you know putting events together, yeah. big or small. So. Just from that, I was like, I want to be kind of in this world, but mm-hmm. not in the sense of like a promoter, because that's just a whole other lifestyle. That I don't, I don't want to. Have you ever promoted parties? Yeah, I did like way back in uh, back 
in the IE. I was promoting a lot of parties. And then from there, I moved. Uh, I started moving out to LA, doing a lot more out here, just being in this world of like music, because being way out in the, in yeah. the empire, like you don't, you're, it's a whole different space. So yeah. you gotta come out here like every weekend. Mm-hmm. So I was coming out here, me and a few of my friends, we was putting on some events. Uh, then I ran into one of my close friends now, his name is Ryan. So we started doing like a lot of concerts, kind of like on the put you on type space. Uh-huh. So we was getting a lot of local talent that we knew, some artists that like, uh, you know, were coming up, that were releasing albums, getting a lot of fan base. So. We would put them in front of a stage, get some of our friends, some new people, buy tickets and come out. So from there, that led me to, to Dice, where I'm at now. So so what came first? Because you talked about creating these platforms and these opportunities for artists to get in front of audiences and stuff. And on the other side of Jalen, we also know you as a manager. Mm-hmm. So like, what came first? Was it the events and things like and, and creating opportunities and seeing that you could plug artists and stuff or was it like a love for the artists and trying to just support careers which one it was more so love for the artists mm-hmm. and just trying to find because i personally never made music myself mm-hmm. but i was like how do i get into this world where i can not only help other people out right. but also you know just be around great music and great artists and great people so from there that's when i started first managing and that's when i met malik and uh it was over Instagram, that's where we kind of like, you know, got connected and like I found his music. He came out to LA and we've been rocking ever since. So. Shout out to Malik95, yeah. man, a, a two-seater alum, close friend, and he in the building with us right now, dog. Shout out to the boy. So, yeah. so like I said, so now you're here in these spaces, you're helping artists and you're working with a fairly new company. How did you come across Dice? I mean, where do you think I don't know if you even answer this question. Where do you think Dice ranks when you look at Event Bryce Splash that and Dice? Like, how did you come across Dice? Because I think they just started coming around. Yeah. So Dice has been around for about six years now. Yeah. But I definitely rank them above the rest of them just because <laughs> on the taste that I was from, uh, moving out here into LA, doing a lot of the events out here, mm. I was just like, how can we get good music and new artists that you know it's really hard to break through that gap in the front of all these fans that are actively looking for them but just don't know how to find them so uh, that's when I started working with Malik and then around that time that's when I also started working with Dice which was right like hand in hand with what I was doing with those put you on type of events Um, and then working with a lot of up and coming artists so Dice it's a music ticketing and a discovery platform so it really goes hand in hand with fans that just want to go out to good shows and also discover new artists that are similar to their tastes and their music Mm -hmm. and also just going out preference Mm -hmm. um so dice really comes in and just like lets you know like this is the good stuff to go to and it's also curated to what you like to listen to as a fan when we were doing uh the live stream events I, I think what I liked about the opportunity that Jalen gave us was it gave our, our face card and the people that were supporting us like a cool interface. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you had like an opinion on our experience working with Dice. It was quick. I mean, as soon as we got started, it was over. So yeah, yeah, we didn't get to do as much as we wanted to, but I think I really did like um, just the interface and like how it actually supports. So when you're seeking partners to, you know, collaborate the company to like kind of meet the cultural side of things, what are you seeking out for? curators across the country. I know people in New York that are partners with you guys um, and just others, Atlanta, I know worldwide, um, everyday people like, what are you looking for in like a partner when you guys are trying to like partner with events and stuff like that? 
I think when it comes to partners, it's really just like what's aligned with who we are as a company. Mm-hmm. And as we know, you know, Dice, we talk about it all the time. We are one of the people that are just, you know, connecting great events and great people, promoters, venues, artists mm-hmm. with fans that are actively looking to go out. Yeah. So, you know, it's the partners that we're looking for is mostly people that fall in line with doing good stuff because we're a company that want to you know, curate the best events and the best artists and shows on the platform so that our fans don't come and they just like, what is this random event? Yeah, with that being said, how easy for it, is it for someone like, that's like throwing an event to like, not easy for it? What is your selection process with like people getting their like events on uh, Dice? Uh, It's it's in many different ways. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes it's reaching out to somebody that works at Dice. My role there is the music team. I'm on the music team, so. I work with all levels, agents, managers, mm-hmm. directly with artists, party promoters, uh, and venues. So it's really, you know, knowing somebody at the company or just reaching out on like a cold email, a cold yeah. call, um, trying to get in contact. And that's where we kind of like suss out like, is this event fitting for the platform? And also, you know, our biggest focus at Dice is um, is the fans. Yeah. I don't think many other companies out there are actually thinking of the fans. They're more thinking about you know just the revenue that they can get from such and such event or concert. Um, but our biggest, you know, what are we without our fans? So if the event is something that's fitting for our fans on yeah. Dice, then like obviously we're gonna want to support it and push it out there and get it in front of the you know the audience. Yeah, and one of the cool things that was for us was being one of the fierce people in Philadelphia doing Dice, and then what happens is you bring people on the platform, and that creates a community on the platform, which is like a snowball effect for anybody else in those markets that begin to do stuff, and the people are already familiar with the platform. I want to get like honest opinions, so before we start, we're going to do a quick shot of clock. You know what I'm saying? We're not able to, we haven't been able to go outside um, and, and really do this in real time, but we're here, and, and I want to get your opinion on this next. <laughs> but no, like, ooh, damn, yo, what's your honest, yo, what's your honest opinion on digital events? Um, it's all about the experience. That's what's what's the experience to you for a digital event? It's it's different for every artist, but yeah. it's all about the experience. It's all about the production of it. You know, when we first started, it was all just like in the room house events, backyard. <clears throat> Hit me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that, that, shot, that shot was a warm one. I ain't yeah. gonna hold you. So uh, it was all just like, you know, in the bedroom. And then we saw it evolve into, um, you know, going outside, making it more unique, mm-hmm. making, you know, I saw like on top of rooftops, on top of um, like skyscrapers. Like the yeah. cyber world drone was crazy. <clears throat> was that Travis Scott? The ones Cardi, Cardi was a lot of that and I think Snot. Is there any production that's going on within the last however month that just stood up? To you, um, that stood out. Yeah, um, it's a couple of them. Like um, Digital Mirage was one that happened at the beginning of the pandemic last year, and it was really cool because it curated over fifty DJs, and they all got to do it from a unique space. Like one of them did it underwater, another one did it in the middle of a jungle. So that's like that's the uniqueness that fans need because at the end of the day they're at home right. <laughs> and it's not the same as going to a live show and you don't get to take burning shots with your peers and shit exactly. like we just did yeah. um so i think for for me being a curator having a curator background mm-hmm. of like doing it uh i posted some digital events but 
it's been hard for me to wrap my mind around just creating a digital moment that people can't feel. Yeah. Um, and but I see a lot of people adjusting. So how do you? How important do you think things like Twitch are, or like like how do you, do you guys at Dice utilize that, or do you utilize that with your artists that you're working with? Like how did, how are you incorporate um, platforms like that or yeah. Instagram Live or whatever into like your strategy with your company or with your artists? Yeah. So at the beginning of the pandemic, it was actually pretty easy for us to transition because, you know, we're all like a, a mobile website, like we're very into technology platform. So when it, you know, pandemic hit, everybody was like, live shows are done. We never worked with paper tickets. So all these fans that like bought from, you know, other platforms, I can't say their names, but that deal with like ticket, hard tickets, paper tickets, mm-hmm. it was such a difficult time for them because they were like, how do I get my money back on this? Nobody else is going to buy it because the show's not happening for another year or two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for us, it was very easy for us to transfer that over to like, oh, you know, we can't, the show isn't happening, refunds were happening, cancellations, communication that we were doing was fairly easy. Um, and then switching over to the live stream space, we were, um, you know, pretty much spearheading that on the ticketing side because mm-hmm. a lot of them weren't actually ticketed. Right. At that time, it was just like, you know, IG Live, Twitch, yeah. this is all free, announce it on the day of. Yeah. Uh, and that doesn't give anybody time to really act because, as you know, our algorithm, we don't see things sometimes for like two, three days. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's where we kind of like got in, learned everything about the live stream game, and then the platforms were all pretty much agnostic. So we work with Twitch, YouTube, uh, we have integrations across the platform with those, so it keeps it secure so fans. You know, there's always some type of loophole, but we make sure that, like, we tie up all those loopholes so these artists can actually make money from these live streams and it being secure. Right. Uh, we, we are now, so we talk about just the adjustment, and I think digital events are now going to be a part of, like, everything we do, even when things open up. But what's, I want you to name three curators or, or events that you're, like, most looking forward to when we're fully back in motion in t- summer 2021. Mm-hmm. Summer 2021, uh, definitely selection. I'm excited to see them, how they utilize the live stream game. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you know, two-seater once you guys get your Yeah, 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 definitely. When we get going, y'all know what time it is. Because <laughs> you know, like, you know, you're doing events out here in L.A. and then the people in Philly, you know, yeah, they yeah. can't physically be here, so they want to tune in somehow. Yeah, sure. Um, Shaba, that was always one of the go-to events yeah, out here in L.A. Cool. Yeah, I've been to Shaba before. Yeah. I think Coach VVG that had me at that job. <laughs> that's yeah, that's one of the you know the go-to events that you gotta yeah. go to. I'm I'm really excited to see the future of live streaming, and then once we get back into actual concerts, because for me, where I play that role in the you know Dice concert events festival side, but also the manager side, mm-hmm. I'm seeing this for the artists that I work with. Mm-hmm. Is that this is gonna be a huge help, and not only with touring. Because as you know, a lot of artists, they go on 30 city, 40 city tours. Mm-hmm. And that's just a huge, you know, like weight on their mental health, on their physical health. Mm-hmm. As you know, they're staying in hotels every night. They're eating right. junk food. Now we're going to see this where like, you know, hopefully where tours are like cut in half, but they're adding this live stream element. So, you know, the introvert that I sometimes can be, I might not want to physically go to the shrine to go mm-hmm. see a show, but I could pay half the price, stay at home and watch it same experience front row maybe even backstage experience if i paid for it yeah. uh, and then on the artists like the mental health that's going to do um is when they're traveling all these cities if i ain't got to go to half them i still make the money if not more yeah. through the live streaming 
but I still have time to see my family and take a couple of days off before each show. Yeah. Um, as you know, we've been seeing these last two years, like mental health has, you know, been a huge topic. Yeah. So I'm here in LA, it's like billboards and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. It's, it's really a, it's a something they've taken. No. Yeah, that we're all feeling now, especially from being locked down. Like, yeah. You know, being in LA, we're always on the go. Now right. we're like yeah. stuck to stay inside. So yeah. it's, different. No, I think that was a fire point to end on, just the idea of the future of it. Like, you know, less cities, we don't have to do small town in Oklahoma or Alabama, but we could do 15, make sure we're going to sell the room out rooms, and then the other cities have the opportunity to have these backstage, live, front row experiences straight, you know, from their home. Um, and if you really want to see an artist, you'll travel to the nearest big city that they go to. I just, exactly. It just intensifies the experience, and then you get your super fans to take more action to uh, see you if they want to see you. Um, so that's a great point to like leave off on. I'm excited for us to launch again, brand. I'm excited to see what you do with your artists. Like I said, shout out to Malik. Shout out to Dice for supporting us early. And I don't know if it's any last words you want to say or if you want to get something off. I just want to say, you know, shout out to Two Seater. Yeah. Always supporting Malik95, always supporting, you know, Dice FM. So thank y'all for having me. Let them know where to follow you at. Uh, you can follow me on IG, Jalen Devon, so J-A-L-E-N-D-E-V-O-N. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter as well, Jalen underscore Devon, D-E-V-O-N. So, yeah. I appreciate you rocking with us today. You are now listening to Two Seater Radio. Get fucked up. Get fucked up. Get fucked up. I cannot be saved, I'm back in LA, they pray on the weak, I pray on the brave. Niggas be thinking I got this shit made, but I sacrifice a lot of them days. Put that out on my shoulder, I won't raise. Slapping the crowd, you don't catch me, then I'm going to back in the days. Jump and rip your shit out till I can pay. We ain't like your nigga, cause my niggas paid. This shit too low, Tyrus, turn up the bass. Take you a shot to the head, to the face. Damn, oops, damn, ooh. Get fucked up, get fucked up, get fucked up, get fucked up. That's your bitch in my coupe, uh-huh. Reading unit lock, eating soup, uh-huh. Fuck these niggas, that's the F what I 
our truck We turned the bit down cause that boy he was suck He talking hot, this glit make him hush He a bus put that boy on a bus Hug the trap, only bitch that I love Won't drop it down cause I only sell dope OG pitch away, he should play for the cup We send bullets, we don't send suck With the hoes 42, got a pint in the club They don't wanna bug us, bring us to the club Hugging the tray, yeah, I gave it a hug Uh, all of my ops, they bucks Give it a boo cause she ups Grand shit needs to give my thumb not hugs And douche in the boots not ups Why do they label us thugs? Yeah, yeah, not but uh-huh. I'm a Grinch, fuck you, rob your plug uh-huh. Put a pair of J's in the muck uh-huh. And I split the shit on the rug uh-huh. All this young shit came for drugs Sluts, cuts, sluts, trucks, blunts Five hundred dollar cuts, two thousand for Mary It came with cuts, it was a head tap mm-hmm. You know it's us uh-huh. Pay my shooter, not the thing uh-huh. My trap coat, need a mink uh-huh. Black hot, need a icy cubic link uh-huh. Montage, get you whacked off a blank Cost uh-huh. you 450 to drink what I drink uh-huh. I'm important, we can't link uh-huh. She give rain, but don't think uh-huh. We pour the green down the sink uh-huh. You are now listening to Two Seater Radio I be Dolce and Gabbana to the ground on you clown Yeah, I hop up at that bench, smell like a pound right now 30,000 in my mouth, I can't wait to crack a smile I'm turned up, can't turn me down, bitch, I made my mama proud Diamond chokers in my neck, wet, I might drown Bitch, I'm playing with a chick, I don't play around Thumbing through that cash, yes, I love how it sound School of hard knocks, bitch, got my cap and gown I ran up my money, they say I act funny now Ain't shit changed, I been doing this since a child Talk of the town, flying with them rounds Never made a sound, I always held it down Used to jump the other side, now my jump in the crowd Rockstar style, clock going wild This hoe talking foul, so I got to put her out I fired up a blunt and loud and said, bitch, play with your child I be Dolce and Gabbana to the ground, on you clown You are now listening to Two Seater Radio